In 2016, a couple of guys with too much spare time started fucking around. These men recorded themselves in an audio booth at a post house in the New York City underground. Today, with still way too much time on their hands, they make podcasts. If you like podcasts and have nothing better to do, and if you can download it, maybe you can listen to The Mike and Podcast. Welcome to The Mike and Podcast. Uh, I'm Pat Twist. I'm Mike Rainey. Uh, with us tonight, this time, this cast, is a uh, guest, uh, Steve Pavlopoulos, good friend from uh, many years now, over a decade. Right? Steve, oh. we've known each other for a long time, man. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been great, guys. This is our first time casting with you. Absolutely. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. It's really great to be here, guys. Yeah. Um, good to have you. Do you know what we're talking about this time, Cranny? I thought you knew. I didn't. I have no idea. I don't know what we're talking you about. You have no idea. No. You know why? What? Because Steve-O's doing a surprise cast. Holy shit. Steve-O That's right. Surprise Steve-O. cast. Wow. Out of the I was gates. told this. Coming in hot. 3 p.m. today. <laughs> Steve-O, Pat told me, by 7 o'clock. Best? Could you do your best, Pat Twist? Uh, Steve-O, <laughs> by 7 o'clock, you should have a topic. It's going to be secret. Don't tell me you're grainy. And uh, it's going to be our pod. I thought I that was, I that was, a, it was not a very good, but, but I, I will say, it's... just uh, sidebar, <laughs> earlier tonight you did a great Ray Romano. Okay, and I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I, I heard you do it. All right, you know what? I'm going to leave the viewers hanging, the listeners hanging. Uh, maybe we'll get a little Ray later, but <laughs> oh, not right oh, now. Like, all right. <laughs> and so if you're interested in uh, hearing if Ray is any good, please stick around. I don't want to oversell it, but it was one of so, the best Ray Romano impressions I've ever heard. Do you have one for us? Then? So I thought about it, and one thing I said was, what if it's too good that you don't want to waste it on my visit. <laughs> right. And I'll tell you what I had in my mind It was, might be too good. And this one, you're going to be off the hook for this one because I thought of another one. But the one that I thought could be too good was what makes Die Hard a perfect film? Oh, wow. I mean, well, there's a lot of... Look, yeah. You know. See, it's, it's you know, it's just So this is just good. a character dangling. Yeah. We can't... That one, We're yeah. not allowed to even... Okay. Marinate on that one. Okay. But what I'd like to talk about tonight is a movie... <laughs> Weird. You were really excited to see that really fell short. Oh, interesting. Well, I'm the, the first thing that's coming to my mind right now, and only because it's recent. Uh, <clears throat> and I'm Hold sure on. there's going to be you more. You know what? First, I'm gonna we're gonna start the timer okay. here. I like this. So, you know, and ultimately, this is going to be movies. Yes, that we've been really excited to see because I can already think of a couple of them. Yeah, I'm going to start the timer. I'm going to put 15 minutes on the clock and 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 ignore it. When the timer goes off. Yeah. But um, 15 minutes on movies we were excited to see and then let down. Yeah. Right? This is a yep. good way to, you know. Perfect, perfect summary. I, I had a experience very recently where I went to the the, the films. Uh, a movie was out that I really wanted to see based on the director, some of the cast members I really liked. The trailers looked really cool and I was really hyped about it and I wanted to check it out. Uh, and then when I went to see Baby Driver. I was really disappointed by it. I was just kind of like, wow, really? you know, yeah. And like, and it's weird because like, I'm so on board with Edgar Wright and everything he's done before. And I thought everything looks super slick. And by the time Baby Driver was like halfway through, I'm like, the gimmick of Baby Driver has gotten in the way of everything that might have been cool about this movie. Wow. And it was real. I was really like, because I was so hyped and I went to see it by myself. I had like a free night. There was nothing going on. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to see Baby Driver because I want to see it in the theater. I was psyched and I was really let down by it. Wow. 
There um, you go. Baby Driver is my first, only because it's fresh in my mind. I've heard nothing but love for Baby Me Driver. Me too. I'm going to go a little <clears throat> less love on Baby Driver. Huh. And this is unfortunate because I really want to see that movie. Right. And I'm not even the hugest Edgar Wright fan. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't like the video game one. Um, I never saw that one. Uh, That's the one. Scott, Scott Pilgrim. Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Uh, yeah, for me, it was like, you know... Maybe I was just too excited about seeing it, and I think I think for this topic that's going to play in a lot. Like for whatever reason in my mind, I had such high expectations that it just fell short. You know, um, I may have been my own worst enemy. I sort of I already sort of had. What a thing was the in problem with it? Uh, you know, it it was to a point annoyingly rhythmic. You know what I mean? The entire movie is scored in such a specific way where everything is literally cut to a beat of music, like through the entire movie. And just like halfway through it, I was kind of like, this is getting a little played and it almost feels like it's becoming forced at this point. Like they're halfway through a movie and they have to keep this rhythm up. So they're making, even like the gunfights were specifically, each shot happened with a different beat of music. And it just was like, you were borderline watching a musical that wasn't a musical. And for all the hype and for all the slickness of it, it slowly kind of just made me bored. I found myself getting like huh. fatigued by it. Did it? Interesting. Uh, <clears throat> I don't mean to bring the whole and topic maybe, down. No, but no, because no, you, know, uh, you know, I'm, I'm definitely. Um, I was just very disappointed. I mean, like, I, I wound up watching it in a way that I'm like, wow, I guess it's really cool that he figured out a way to make a movie to music in this way. But after a while, I stopped caring about the characters. I stopped kind of caring about what happened. Mm-hmm. The heist became less interesting, and everything seemed to be serving this weird idea of baby listening to music through the right. entire movie. Doing it, okay. Like for the first like ten minutes, like and now with all this, there was amazing acrobatic car chases happened, and some pretty cool shit happened. <clears throat> the first ten minutes of the movie, I was like, "Yo, I'm on board. This movie's slick. This movie's <clears throat> shit. It's a heist." You know, some of the characters were kind of cool. Jamie Foxx was maybe one of the better parts of the movie, uh, but after a while, I was just kind of bored by the whole baby driver situation. Are you let down to the point where you don't like the movie or you just felt it was – you put such a high bar that it just didn't measure up? Was it still an entertaining movie? Uh, or? Yeah. I mean I, I, let's put it this way. I would probably give it three out of five stars. Okay. Like middle of the row. Like it's not right. It's not elevated beyond mediocrity and I just feel like it's, it's thing got in the way. Right. You know, there was definitely a thing that they were doing that just kind of – distracted from what might have been a better movie. That's my first example of a movie I was excited to see and then let down by. Uh, do you have any, uh, Steve-O, examples that you'd like to uh, – I've, I've got a number of them. I don't – you know, it's almost like <clears> – <throat> I almost want to say there are uh, – I want to say I'm, I'm more disappointed by movies than I'm not, but – there are there are, there's a number of movies that I've I've can think of in the last 10 15 years that I've been excited to see and was like oh, fuck that they, they just blew you know but I'll give you a hint <clears throat> uh I mean I don't we you know I don't even, one of them we, we certainly talked about before um uh the lady in the water sure yeah. you know like an Huge M night coming Shaman after fan, a, a, you know, like- a string of 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 solid hits <clears throat> excuse me or at least solid movies that I enjoyed enjoyed excuse me and then halfway through the movie i'm just like wow totally this is just 
And then there's not a movie that was it was I was let down by. And that's just a, a straight up bad effing movie. Yeah. Like it's just a, it's a it's a it's boring. It's all like, you know, like Baby Driver for me. Like I was for the first like 20, 30 minutes of that movie, I was kind of like, all right, I'm in. I'm liking mm-hmm. where this is going. I'm liking the progression and everything. And then it just hit that peak where I'm like, well, now I'm just kind of getting annoyed. And now it's it's less good. And it's you know, you know what I'm going to throw out there too. <clears throat> Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. I'm going to put out there. It's my by far. My least favorite Star Wars yeah. movie, uh, and and I and I I had some misgivings. I I I I, I, I there were elements of <clears throat> the Phantom Menace that after a while I, I I think I could definitely say that I was disappointed by the Phantom Menace, um, just because there's how could you have ever right dealt I, I, with I the mean, buildup of the Phantom that could after be a quintessential year. example in the sense yeah. that like we waited so long yeah. for that movie exactly and we wanted to see it so bad and I did have high hopes for it. Yep. And I, I, even to the point where after seeing it for the first time, I convinced myself I loved it. I definitely I, walked I argued out of, for it. I like pretended it was great, and then years later, I'll tell you I'm one like, thing about the Phantom it. Menace: having seen it, liked it, falling out, then falling, then falling out of love with it, and then seeing seeing uh, at least three quarters of it again in the last couple of years. It, uh, um, it, it, it's not as bad as. I remember disliking it. Sure. After I right. fell it's actually out, come back up the hill, where you're like, it, "All right, it, it's, it, it doesn't back, you know, suck as much." Darth as I Maul's amazing. Yeah. Uh, the the pod race scene I find really really great. Uh, you know, there there are some elements. You know, but um, <clears throat> and those are movies you build up. Because well, that's the thing. You, you, the, the, you know, and here was my thing. I'm like, I was still riding a high of of the Phantom Menace when. Attack of the Clones, or just being like, okay, well, you know what? Even if I, it wasn't as great as I, you know, like Attack of the Clones. You're yeah. like, here we go. The, the the movies, you know. And I remember half hour, forty minutes into this movie, just being like, what the fuck? Like, right. really being like, hey, oh Jesus! And right about the time that Hayden Christensen's floating food across the table, yeah, at Natalie Portman, sure, and and like carving it with his Jedi powers, or make you know, and I'm like, like and them rolling around in this in the in the in the grass. You're at the picnic scene is you know, just one of the worst, and being yeah. like, wow, man. I remember being extremely, <clears throat> excuse me, let down by the casting and the whole the whole general ness. Right. Of Django Fett, sure, and and you're like, this is the guy that gives us Boba Fett. <laughs> this <laughs> that, this that whole is Boba Fett. That whole scene, by the way, I, like I watched it again recently because it just happened to be on uh, in Camino when he when uh, that whole mm-hmm. scene where Obi Wan shows up mm-hmm. and is figuring out that there's a clone army being built becomes so implausible the more you watch it. Like, literally, he walks in, and they're like, hey, welcome to our place. You're the Jedi that's going to check out the army. And he's like, what army? And they're like, the army that you asked us to build. You're Cypher Diaz, right? And he's like, no, no, Cypher Diaz has been dead for 10 years. And the Caminoans don't bat an eyebrow. They're like, oh, well, you're here now. So, so check it out. So <laughs> check it out. It's the most ludicrous scene ever. And that's the scene is only in existence to give us the conflict with Django Fett. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, the whole thing, I'm watching it with astonishment that there's like, like per capita, the most plot holes might exist in that one scene. 
in of any <laughs> movie was, ever in history. I'm just sort of like, wow, <laughs> this thing is like, you know, this is part of Swiss it. Also, cheese. like the casting of Django Fett was like, wow, can you pick a guy that's less charismatic? Can you right. pick a guy that's completely non-interesting? Yeah, at all. Right. Like, you know, and you're like, that's literally Boba Fett. The, the concept yeah. of a clone that that is actually That's the guy him yeah just you know Boba grew up of course without the sort of you know psychosis of seeing his father murdered and everything of course, sure you know, but you know <clears throat> right and you know uh, you, you're you know and 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 but you know you're like oh you know uh, who 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 kills Django Mace Mace Window Mace Window you know and the you know you see little Bobes yeah holding the his dad's head in his hand totally. at one point and you're just like. I don't fucking care. <laughs> like you, you, you took. And listen, there are plenty sure. of people that will argue right now that that Boba Fett isn't a cool character. No, who's arguing like, that? Oh, plenty of people that, that he dies like Hogwash. a ch- he dies like a chump. He goes out like a chump. Sure, and, he, but, and you know. he, for the amount of time that he's he doesn't even capture right a Han. Right, Darth Vader does. Sure, you know, like he doesn't. He 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 just stands by and lets and. <clears throat> Uh, you know, they, they yeah, you're right. Te- he doesn't do any. He doesn't do shit. They test. <clears throat> he's like, listen, I'm going to test this the, the, this uh, this um, carbonite freezing chamber on Han Solo because I don't want it. I don't want it to kill Luke Skywalker, yeah. and I need to bring Luke to the Emperor because that's my job. The right, Emperor so I'm going to freeze this guy. So you can free, have I'm him. I'm going to test it on him. Doing. You can have him. Whether he lives or dies. And and, he, and Django and, and Boba's like, he's useless to me, dead Vader. And Vader's like, I don't give a fuck. Okay. <laughs> Vader's literally like, shut ever. Shut the fuck Why up. Why are you here, bounty Boba? Hun- what, but shut up, bounty hunter. Holy shit, I'm starting to think that Boba's not cool. He, you know what? And like, even the, if you watch Jedi 2 again, where a blind Han Solo oh, bumps into him. That's his most damning his, criticism. And you hear, he screams that's a, that's like a, a that's like certainly a, an error in sound design on Lucasfilm for sure. <laughs> not even like a. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll, you, I'll kill you, <laughs> like, oh. He doesn't go out both barrels blazing. He's like, <laughs> you know. But he's cool, and sure. I liked. He's got a, such a great costume, and he's you know, and and until we had to go back and learn about his backstory, that the, the part of what was so cool about him in Empire was like, you almost didn't have enough. To hate you didn't have he he didn't have time yeah. to be lame right so but now with the with the benefit of backstory your father was a loser and you're a loser <laughs> Boba Fett right yeah I mean Sivo this topic is really bugging me out because it's bringing up some shit that I never realized I want to bring a couple I want I want to talk to let's you about a couple it. others right I now. also w- I'm curious if there's any that Stevo has on deck well let's, any- let's bring it up to, well, yeah, what, uh, give me give us one what's one for you what made me think of this is I remember. Godzilla reboot. Oh. One of the earliest reboot memories for me. I mean, Matthew you know, Broderick. Matthew Broderick. It was a Roland Emmerich joint. Totally. Sure. Uh, so incredible. I mean, if nothing, his marketing campaigns are perfect. Oh, especially living in the you city. Know. It was great, too. There was tales on buses. Exactly. Uh, phenomenal. And it took place in the city. Absolutely. Uh, just amped for this. It was going to be an event film. Yeah. And went to it. The whole thing is rainy. We barely get a glimpse of Godzilla. Yeah, he looks there is a lot ridiculous. Of rain. A lot of rain. And maybe it was to cover. I've actually never seen it all effects. the way through. Maybe it was to. It's to, it but, hides. There are no 
there are no dazzling special effects. Yeah, he's running between buildings and you see the tail. Sure. Yeah. And then maybe there's a couple shots. Hardly, but the trailer it's, had the fisherman at the end of the pier. He's running for his life as right, everything's I'm, flying. It looked like, I mean, what's he going to look like? Is that it going to in the movie? What's that? Was that seen yeah, in the movie? Seen the the tra- movie. Okay, all right. It's hard to imagine too now that it's true for 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 you youngsters out there listening. <laughs> like, believe it, it's true that when Godzilla the reboot with Matthew Broderick was coming out, we all thought it looked cool. We only know now that it's such a piece of shit because now it exists as a piece of shit. But like at the time, it looked like it was going to be totally size bad. matters. Size matters. That was the the ad campaign. Yeah. In looking back, you could almost be like, "That's the that's what." Right. That was your marketing campaign right. for this movie? Size matters? It's a dick joke. <laughs> right. And you, I don't even know <laughs> – I don't even know if Godzilla has a dick. No. It's a dick. Like, it actually – doesn't he lay eggs? I think there's eggs. Yeah. At the end of the movie, in doesn't Madison he lay Square eggs Garden. in Madison Square Garden? So he's almost yeah. – he, he's almost <laughs> a she. Yeah, I've never seen it all the way through. <coughs> I've seen terrible. bits and pieces. It's, 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 it's really, really, really but it was supposed really. to be. It was, it's a great example because you're like, oh, this looks pretty. The cool. cast you got Hank Azaria. Oh, of course, Matthew Hank Azaria. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't think anybody's ever uh, really as great as, great like, as Hank Azaria. That movie had Hank Azaria. Like, Maybe the Birdcage. Like, Maybe after the Birdcage, zero bird... people ever have been like, wait, Hank Azaria's in it. I'm going. Azaria let me down in that. I mean, Azaria's great. I, can't, I had no idea you guys were no, so no, down no, on no, Hank Azaria. Don't get wrong. Azaria's a great actor, but he's never been the kind of guy that's like, he's, you know. It had the uh, the redhead from News Radio. It had everyone now of the time. Again, someone. Now we're talking. Like, oh, the redhead from I News Radio? I don't actually know her name, but I was psyched to see her in that. Uh, similarly, uh, I don't know if Emmerich directed this. I, uh, he did. Wrong. Uh, no, the, the one uh, oh. similarly disappointing movie for me, I think 1996 was when Independence Day was coming out. And I was like, this movie looks like the shit. Another amazing marketing And that campaign. is Emmerich? Am I wrong about that? that is no, Emmerich. that's Emmerich. Yeah. And I went to see it and I remember thinking like, wow, this is like surprisingly, because how no, do you, wait a second, wait how a second do you mess here, up wait a second an alien here. invasion I'm going to stop badly. the timer. We're going to, because we, we, there's definitely a little more we can say about right, we this. We got sidetracked on Django. Time. But we, we, you're right, we did. <clears throat> um, you're telling me you don't like Independence Day? I don't know that I okay, – uh, let's put it this way. No, I'm not saying I love uh, – uh, 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 to preface it, it's not a great movie, yeah. but it's fun. And I think – and you can pick nits on that movie sure. for days. But Independence Day for me, when I saw it in the theater, when I walked – when I was leaving the theater, I was like, wow, that was disappointing. Interesting. In years since, it's fine. I don't really hate it as much as I did, but I, I was definitely – in like ground zero viewing where I came out of the theater, I was kind of like, oh, that was no good. I didn't like it. I'll that. tell you, it's funny. <clears throat> I'm okay with it now. I've seen it in HBO Almost the times. exact opposite for me. Interesting. I walked out of that movie pumped. Wow. Being like, God damn, that was good. Like, yeah, it came out on independent. I think I saw it opening night. It came out on, it came out on July 4th yes. because the, it was like ID4. Yeah. Which is weird because it was Independence Day. Well, they were like a forerunner in the number instead. Weirding, but even though it wasn't Independence Day 4. Right. It was just Independence Day. Yeah. But it came out on July. And I remember coming out with, I think, uh, uh, Jarbles, Pete Connolly, even so, you know, because it was 96. 96. So I was graduated from college at that point. And I think Connolly was, whatever. We walked down. We were just like, I was, I was like, that was all. And and within even like a week, I was like, that movie wasn't that good. (laughs) You know, like, you know, I remember being like, oh, okay. I started to think about the flaws of like, you took an alien system down with an Apple computer. Yeah. And, and, and all of a sudden Jeff Goldblum's an action hero. 
Totally. Or, you know, and but just <clears throat> caricature, like Judd Nelson as the quintessential the whiny New Yorker. typical New York Jew. Judd Hirsch. Like, just to be, Judd, just Judd be, Hirsch, sorry. Judd Hirsch. And you're just, what, what, did you call? Okay. what did you call <laughs> him? <laughs> did I say Judd Nelson? You said Judd Nelson. <laughs> I just want to be Judd Hirsch. Doing <laughs> like, well, you know what? I guess that's Because all part of a sudden, of, when you say Judd, people listening, they're like, wait, Judd Nelson did what? <laughs> but all of a sudden, Judd Hirsch, like, oh, that makes sense. That's part of what Judd, exactly. <laughs> that's what and you're right. But you're like, he hammed up. You got to be careful on the podcast. You can't be. Definitely even said, I'm sure, a couple times, like, oy vey. You know, you're like, you're like, okay, dude. Like, you know, but I get, you know, everyone was a care. Even Data. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Car- Spinner? Car- Bruce Spinner. You know, Spiner? Um, Spiner? And, oh, Spiner? Spiner. We, great, you know, Bill Pullman speech. Yeah. What the last present, time you, you saw know. Randy Quaid before he went tits up? Definitely. Uh, I mean, crazy, not predate, dead. Did that predate uh, Christmas Vacation? Uh, I don't think so. But either way, it was in a couple of years. got in within a couple he of years. He became that character. Right. Randy in real life. is oh, that guy. He, he, he literally met... became the characters he played in both of those movies. Yeah. Oh. I feel weird talking shit about Randy Quaid, like if he's listening. You know? like, I oh, feel you, like you think makes... Randy Quaid listens to our podcast? I don't know, but the dude makes me nervous. Just in general. <laughs> well, you know he's up in Canada. I'm just saying I don't want to talk too much shit about Randy Quaid because <laughs> the guy, like, I just, I'd rather not. You think he's coming for you? Just in case he is. I don't know that he, you know, it's, it's one of those light I don't want to make you uncomfortable. I appreciate that. So I want to talk about another doozy of a letdown. <clears throat> Maybe even two of them. The Matrix sequels. Oh, wow. Interesting. Um, right, I, they came out theatrically very close to each within other. Within a year. I, no, they, might have, they actually might have been six months apart. One might have been a Christmas and one might have right. been, been a summer or vice versa. The, you know. I really like all three Matrixes. I celebrate the trilogy. Really? Uh while I definitely will cop to some flaws and annoyances on two and three, uh, I love Revolutions. The third one. I'm sorry. Well, uh, Reloaded. Reloaded is two. Reloaded is two. Reloaded. Uh, no, obviously the first one's the best. Uh-huh. I and, really like And some. I will say that Reloaded is not anywhere near as much of a letdown as three was. Right. Three, the uh, biggest thing three had going against it is there's you're just not in the Matrix enough. Right. Well, here's the big problem. And, and you'd also introduced some premises, premisei, some, 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 some ideas in two that were like, okay, that's out there with the architect. Yeah. Um, some things where you're like, okay, that's a little heady. It's a little yeah. trippy. But <clears throat> by three, you're like, okay, y- y- here's your chance to, you know, the, the, the second, obviously, again, not as great as the – how would you walk out of the first one? And uh, I the love first the, one, the, the first, first ones are outstanding. Yeah. And what's so great about the first one is that it could have forever lived on its own. Totally. Because Neo literally flies up into the sky at the end and he's in that phone, but he's like, we're coming for you. Yeah. And he's threatening the – I don't know who he's talking to on the phone, but he's like – He's talking to the Matrix. The, he's, he's like, I'm coming for you, Matrix. Yeah, that's <laughs> what know, it is. You know. Um, whoa. Uh, but uh, – That was good. That was really good actually. <laughs> three is some, one of those things where you're like – you you couldn't stick the landing. You had. You, I I gotta say though, I really do enjoy human Agent Smith in Part Three. Uh, I do too. Um, I like this. The is a total possession, and the guy who plays Hugo Weave, the the guy who plays the guy possessed by Agent Smith, is doing a great Hugo Weaving. Yes, I'll agree. Like, okay, there's some great scenes with that guy. Like it's really that's and, like, another great son of kind of subgenre for another time probably. Sure. People, actors, that have to play other actors, emulating, 
know what I'm saying? A, an yeah, actor, sure. an actor who has to emulate the mannerisms of well, I've a got different. A, I've got a couple of great ones. That face we'll, off. We'll, 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 I'm not even going to go to that. I was I mean, going to go like quintessential. Who? Well, uh, who, uh, in Looper. <laughs> Who, who who does a great young Bruce Willis? Oh sure, I think yeah. uh, uh, Joe G. Levin, jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Um, I actually think the makeup kind of hurt his cause a little bit, though. I was honestly like, he could have yeah, been oh. just as good sure. without the somewhat distracting prosthetics. On okay, his face. you know who I think is a very again, it's a total side, total side, side genre here. Is Fuck Steve how Reaver, topic. River <laughs> Phoenix plays a, a very good young Indiana Fantastic. Jones, yeah. like a way better than. Than uh, Sean Patrick Flannery ever did. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, in, yeah you should, you know, totally, yeah. But like, he he was able to get his uh, Ford's cadence for yeah. for the d- delivery, for, you yeah. know. And he's playing him significantly younger, totally. you know. But that's a that's a that's a great that's, such, a, great that's a great topic for another time because you're, we can get some possession movies in oh, there. I've got some we can shit get, that I'm I'm holding back we, now. We got to move we, off this. We got let's go. We're, we're off. I'm off. I'm gonna phone off. Superman Returns. Uh, oh, after I was so pumped because I'm like, hadn't titles. seen a super move, yeah. Superman movie in how long? At that point, probably 15 years. When was Superman only, three? Uh, or, sorry, the, Superman four, which was a, a complete the quest stinker. For peace? Yeah, uh, complete stinker. Oh, little, <laughs> ooh, ooh. Superman Returns for me. The, the reason I'm not putting it in the category is because I didn't have that high hopes for it. Well, you know what I'll mean? tell I you why I did I, I was sort of like middle of the road, kind of like, all right, I'm going to see it. But I really loved the Superman movies, the Donner ones totally. back. You know, love I it. even love Superman 3. I think it's great. You know, I love it. Superman 4 for me is a really – even even when it came out and I was much younger, I was yeah. even then like, this is this one kind of sucks. There's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a weird Superman villain who has the same powers as him. Nuclear man. Nuclear man, you know. And Nuclear like, man. At one point, Superman rebuilds the Great Wall of China with his vision. Yeah. He literally looks at the Great Wall of China – that he's smashed through. When are you getting to the part where it sucks, though? <laughs> that, oh, that was one of them what, right there. Oh, that Some was, guy called Solar Man or Nuclear Man. The and the, uh, suddenly Superman's got a superpower that involves rebuilding walls by looking at it. Yeah. But regardless, <laughs> uh, I you know, I think it was partly that and, – and I look back and here's another, here, here's another one that I look back on and I don't think they're anywhere as good as they were when I first saw them. The X-Men movies. Uh, I, I, I can say that I, I've watched uh, one and two singers, certainly yep. within the past few years, okay. and I think they're good. Really? They're okay. Good. I, I fell out of love with them. Maybe I fell out of love with Brian Singer. Yeah. But part three, um, I haven't revisited since I saw it in the theater and thought that it sucked. Which one? And I was not. I was not hyped for that one. I sort of knew it was. I kind of knew it was going to suck. Yeah. Three. I knew three was going to suck. And, and I think it. maybe that's why I don't. <clears throat> it's still the weakest of the of the three of the first three. Put it this way, I don't even know how many there are now at this point. But um, I knew – I'd heard that that one was going to suck. So when I saw it, I was kind of like, oh, this wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I you actually know? suspect when I watch it again with my kids, I'm going to be like, oh, it's not that bad. I think you will too. Yeah. Um, but I think my problem was, <clears throat> you you know, you're, 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 you're off the X-Men series. The guy could do no wrong in a way. He'd, he'd re, he'd, you could certainly credit the X-Men 1 and 2 with – Jump starting the superhero oh, totally. craze yeah, yeah. that happens Absolutely. in the last fifteen years. That you know, is definitely the, the start of it. The, you know, like it you, was. A, it was a, the first time a superhero movie was had the the right tone, or it was kind of like a little it was bit dark, done seriously, but, but not entirely lacking in. You know, and that's the way. In all honesty, like Superman, the original in nineteen seventy eight was done. 
Uh, but then by four, it got a little cartoony and kind four, of weird, even you three know? when you have Richard Pryor as the main. <laughs> it's wicked good. Though. I love three. Oh, I, really I, do. I do too. Okay. Yeah, three is a is an un, is an unheralded totally. gem. People that um, think Superman three sucks. The problem with Superman three, my real problem is, is that Lex Luthor's not in it. Totally. It's yeah. it's the guy. It's it's some guy. Yeah. Being Lex Luthor yeah. and like computer clearly guy. we could get Lex Luthor back because we had him in four. If he came back for Quest for Peace, you're like. And was Hackman just like at that point? Did he need another mortgage? It was he. Was he? Was he worried about buying another sure. house? Because he's like, I'm not doing three. Because you know they asked him for three. Right. You yeah. know that Superman three scheduling conflicts. <clears throat> uh, let's just say had Hackman had, had scheduling conflicts. Had to be scheduled. I don't know this, but let's just say Hackman. Because there's had no scheduling. way. And even honestly, now granted, now Hackman hasn't been around for a while. But like, if you look at his career, there's not much that he said no to. That Ray Romano. Hey, by the way, could could we uh, well, have a little Ray Romano? I will say before this little bit of trivia. The Welcome last, to Mooseville. The last credit Gene Hackman has is 2004. Welcome to Mooseport, starring Mooseport. Ray Romano. Great, uh, great movie. <laughs> Me and Gene got to act against uh, a legend. That, that was actually me, that, not Ray Romano. How was that? We did not have a special guest, Ray Romano. If I wasn't sitting here right now, I would have thought Ray Romano had just walked into the edit booth. Yeah, somehow we could not have asked for a better 180 to bring us back or 360 to get us back to the Ray Romano thing. Fantastic. Ooh. That's got to close this one out. You know, gotta, you know it, let's end it on that. There are, there are, there are, there are a, a tremendous amount of other letdowns that yeah. we can we could easily revisit this topic yeah. again at another point. I was going to go Stargate. Um, Sorry, oh well. Stargate, I'll never forget. And this is a true story. Like I remember that's a good one. That's, Star- a, that's a oh Stargate. I'm sorry. You're thinking of what? Starship Troopers. Great movie. Um, I just I'll I, give Grant. Granny's gonna. Like, I gotta think with Twist. I'm sorry. I got I got too hyped up because when Starship Troopers was coming out, Twist and I were we were working together in the MTV library. Ninety nine, ninety not ninety eight, ninety nine, ninety seven, ninety seven, ninety eight. And uh, Troopers was coming out. And for whatever reason, I thought it was going to be a piece of shit. I thought it looked stupid. I didn't think it looked that good. But Twist was so hyped up about it. He was like, at one point, like, he was like, yeah, I've only seen Starship Troopers. I was like, really? That looks like a piece of shit. He was like, you're on crack if you don't think that's going to be the best movie of the year. <laughs> you know? like, like, yell at me. That like, might have been verbatim. I didn't know him that long either. That I'm just sort of like, verbatim. oh, shit, this guy's really amped up. And I got fired up about Starship, Starship Troopers. Troopers. Uh, if I liked be- it, though. At the same time, I was kind of like, I'm a little freaked out, but I like it a little bit. I like, the, I like his heat. <laughs> uh, you're on crack. I'm like, All uh, right, there's an that. example of a movie that might be a good podcast for another time is the movie isn't what I expected it to be, but I liked it. Yeah. Maybe a genre that is harder to come, but like it, it <clears throat> it's not what, uh, you know, it, especially now looking back, you're like, oh, that's, that's, that, that wasn't an action movie in the sense that it was a satire of war movies. Sure. And it, you're like, but it was advertised as, a summer blockbuster right. of humans, ver- and it, 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 it technically still was that, but, you know, that's for another time. It's a, I want to think on that genre of movies that are not what they were advertised to yeah. be, maybe, is, one, is, a, is a way to, uh, sure. you know, pull that one out. But, um, uh, <clears throat> well, that was great, great topic. Great, 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 topic. great topic, Steve-O. Steve-O, uh, nice work uh, with that. Very, that's very, good. very... Uh, the, the list, I'm sure, for everyone. Like, feel free, by the way, listen to Absolutely. Send us send your us movies. your movies that you were disappointed by. Where at, do we uh, send that to? The Mike and Pat cast at gmail.com. Please send us your suggestions. I'm sure for everyone it's different. 
And there's going to be ones for you that aren't the same for me. And, you know, so it's it's That's right a good one. Day. I'd like to. That would be a good list because we could definitely sound off on, eh, no, you know, that's a great one that you just list off 10, 15 of them. And you could say, oh, yeah, or no, that movie was as, you know, right. so. That movie was yeah, totally as You're good on as crack. Film. You're on crack. <laughs> send us your, send us, please send us uh, some, some emails. Send us some. Uh, you know, uh, comments. It's, what are we doing wrong? Do you do you want it? You want do you you want less Stevo? Do you want do you want possible m- more? No Jeff? one's going to want less Stevo. <laughs> uh, a great a great a great guest um, and great topic. Thank you, Stevo. Um, uh, that's it for this time. Yeah. Um, uh, this is uh, Pat Twist signing off. This is Mike Rainey signing off. Thank you for listening to another wonderful edition of the Mike and Pat Cast. Stevo. Stevo signing off. Thanks for having me, guys. Always peace.